welcome to the Travel Agent Interview. I am your host, Megan Chapa, and I am privileged today to have Rose Forrest on the program with me. Welcome, Rose. Hi, Megan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Happy New Year. How is the new year for you? Uh, starting out very cold, <laughs> but um, we're used to it here on the East Coast, but yeah, today's a good day. That's funny. That's Oh, sunny's good. We haven't seen the sun in some time here, so I'm a little jealous. Well, today we are going to talk about Aruba, but first we're going to do some updates, and I don't even know. I don't want to talk about myself, but I, but, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to you do it. You can talk I, about yourself. <laughs> well, okay. I work for, I am an independent contractor with a wonderful travel agency, Ticket to Travel, and I was recently awarded the Extra Mile Award for 2017. So I just want to thank you, Anita Paglioso, and everybody that I am privileged to work with. Great travel agency. If you are looking for one, I strongly recommend Ticket to Travel out of San Jose, California. So that's up I'd just like to say congratulations to you. Oh, well thank deserved. you so much. Thank you. It was, it was a good year, 2017. Um, and then the second one is that... Um, I've officially RSVP'd and will be on the a panel at the Las Vegas Travel Agent Forum. So if you're going to be there, I would love to say hi and um, talk shop or see if you might want to be on the program, see if you have something interesting. So if you're going to be in at the Las Vegas Travel Agent Forum, please drop me an email if that's something that's of interest to you. But enough about that. Rose, let's start by talking about... Um, do you have any gadgets or items, maybe technology, something that you take with you while traveling or something that you must use when you go to take a trip? I do, and um, I'm probably dating myself here because most people have to have their electronic devices. I take a very simple piece of paper that has a travel prayer on it. Oh, we haven't and had I found a travel it- prayer yet. Yes, I um I got it from a Reader's Digest, which tells you how old that is. It's but, a classic. Um, it is. <laughs> and um, I saw it in there, and I cut it out, and I actually laminated it, and I took it on my very first trip with me. And now every time I board a plane, I pull out that little prayer, and I say it for not just me, but for the passengers and the crew, um, and pray we all get there safely. Would you like to read it to us? Traveling prayer. I know, O God, that wherever I travel, you will be with me. There is nowhere I can go, no situation I can face, which is outside your love and strength. So I commit myself into your care and keeping on this journey, knowing that at all times I am in your hands. And I say that for everyone that's traveling with me. Well, we should all get on your flights. That'd be good for us. (laughs) Rose, would you be able to tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the travel industry? Yes. Um, I am a single mom. I have a a daughter who is a sophomore in college. I'm a software engineer by day, a travel planner, and I do some acting on the side. Okay. And um, um, I think I missed my call working um, in the travel industry and the production field. Would love to marry the two. But how I got into the travel business is um, I went on a trip, and I was new to traveling, Mm -hmm. and I was at an event in the um, Baltimore Convention Center, and there was a display, and it was a beautiful resort, and 
back before we had all the technology that we have today, um, travel agents would put up actual, like, boards on easels yeah. and at their uh, booths. So I saw this beautiful display and caught my attention, and I booked the trip. But when I got there, I felt like I was so unprepared, and I didn't really know what to ask and what to do to make my trip more enjoyable. Sure. Where was it? Um, I went to Jamaica. Okay. And um, it wasn't Jamaica itself. It was more like being um, an inexperienced traveler. I didn't know that you had to make reservations sure. for dinner. I didn't know that um, there would be people soliciting me on the beach yep. for uh, selling goods. You know, I was very young. I mean, this was a long time ago, so I, I wasn't expecting that, nor was I prepared for it. Yeah. Um, the, the place when I got there didn't really look like the photo that I, I had know. seen. <laughs> so I don't know how old the photo was, but when I got there, it, um, the elevator didn't work. And there were a lot of things that just made it really stressful for me. So that I is got why into, I tell people uh, to use a travel agent. Like, how old is that photo? You want someone that's been on the ground and knows. Okay, sorry, well, the thing keep is, going. This was a travel agent, and she told me, oh, I go there all the time. Yeah, no, she did you wrong. <laughs> well, so I came back, and on the way back, you know, I'm thinking, man, if I had sent people on a vacation, I would never have them not prepared, and I certainly wouldn't um, not follow up with them because that was another thing. I never heard from her again after that. I got into the business because I said, um, I think I can be more aware, if, and if it's somewhere I haven't been, um, I will tell people that. Yep. Um, I don't try to sell a place that I haven't been and praise it, and then it be nothing like what I said it was when they get there. Yeah, I agree. Like it's not it's not worth it to have the initial sale in order not to have repeat business. You have to be honest in your mm-hmm. in your sales process. Oh, um, I agree. I well, agree. let's talk about some place you love to go and that is your specialty and you have the is it okay, you tell us what it is and then tell us the exact certification so I don't mess it up. Uh one of my favorite destinations is Aruba. Yeah. And I am an Aruba certified expert. Yes. Or ace as they call it. Yeah, yeah, an ace. I like it. <laughs> Rose, tell us a little bit how you fell in love with Aruba and what led you to get that certification. Um, I first visited Aruba. It was a stop on a cruise. Oh, nice. And um, so we spent the entire day there, and I, I was just so taken by the beauty of it. And it's, it's not one of these um, islands that a lot of people know about. So mm-hmm. back when I first went there, it wasn't overpopulated. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was a beautiful place. And I said, you know what, I'm just going to come back here so I can spend time here. Sure. So what I did was I came back and I did some research and found out that you become an expert. And so I got the certification, and then I've since gone back and done some land-based vacations there, and I've also done more cruise stops there. Nice. Where is one of your favorite properties in Aruba? I would have to say probably um, the Renaissance, okay, um, which is a Marriott property. It has a casino in it, and it's right in the Aranyastad area. Okay. Area, mm-hmm. and um, it's because there you can you have all of the restaurants and shopping, casino, 
nightlife right within walking distance, but then right across the street is the beach. So you have yeah. pretty much a run of everything right there so within walking distance. What is the beach like? What's the water like? Oh, gosh, it's turquoise water, it's white sands. Perfect. Is um, it like a gentle ocean or are the waves like turbulent? What do we have there? Um, gentle. Um, that's the beauty of Aruba is there are 17 beaches there. Nice. On that small island that's only 19 miles long and 6 miles wide. <laughs> you have 17 beaches, and depending on the area of the island that mm-hmm. you're in mm-hmm. is the type of beach that you get. So you can go very far north where the lighthouse is, and it's very rocky. You don't swim in that area. Sure. Then they have a baby beach, which is in the southeastern part of the island. Yep. And that is just what it sounds like. It's very shallow. The water is calm and relaxing, clear turquoise waters, so shallow that you take the little ones there. Sounds good to me. I have some of those. And they would love it. So you can take them there, and um, so it's great for people who may not be strong swimmers. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can sit there, you can, in, and they have uh, food trucks there on the beach. Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> then on the western part of the island, we have the two famous beaches that most people that are um, staying on the island go to. So we have Eagle Beach, okay. which is where the low-rise hotels are. They are um, privately owned and operated, so you get more of the Aruba culture in those. Okay. And then on Palm Beach, you have the high-rise hotels, which are your most uh, mostly your U.S. change, your okay. Marriotts, your Hiltons, and those are where uh, most of the all-inclusive resorts are. Okay, great. What are we taking as far as currency? Is there, I think it's a florin, is that correct, the Aruban a florin? Mm-hmm. But U.S. dollars are widely accepted. Okay. You don't have to change your money when you go to Aruba. Okay, that's a, that's a really nice perk because I have, like, random amounts of money from all over the world, which my kids think is fabulous. <laughs> but, like, I probably have $200 and think, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, you don't have to worry about changing it. And I visited a place um, where when I paid for any meals, they will always say, oh, well, if you're paying in U.S. dollars, it's this amount. But if you're paying in our money, in, and I won't say what it was, but in their currency, yeah. it was lower. Okay. I mean, literally, the bill was a different depending on what you were paying with. You will not get that in Aruba. The okay. prices are the prices. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's nice. Um, what about, um, are you familiar with visa requirements? Um, do not require a visa okay. to go to Aruba. Okay. Um, just a valid passport. Okay. And the great thing is there's a lot of nonstop flights right from the U.S. Great. Yeah, especially if you are And there's the only Coast. one airport there, so you can't be confused about where you're going. Okay. <laughs> Some islands have multiple airports, and you could fly into one, and your resort's two hours away. Yeah, that's, a, that, yeah. that's Jamaica right there. You know, you, yeah. you don't know. I mean, those beaches are worth it to get to, but you just have to pack a snack. So... <laughs> And be prepared to ride and have a lot of patience and, you know, yep, and enjoy all. the ride and, and the scenery. But some people aren't expecting that. Sure. Uh, you don't get that in Aruba. You fly into one airport and you can get to your hotel in a very short amount of time. 
Now, what about driving? Is this a place you're going to recommend people go out and drive themselves, or is it a biking community, or how does that work out when you're there? I drove. Okay. I uh, rented a vehicle when I got there. You can drive the entire island, and it's driving on the right. The one thing is if you come from an area where you're not used to roundabouts, mm-hmm. you may have difficulties there, but I drive them, so it was very easy for me. Okay. And it's they have traffic lights and stop signs just like we have here. Everything's in English, so very easy to drive there. And how how is the culture? Is it welcoming? Obviously, is this the island that has? Um, is this the one happy island? Is that yes. their slogan? I love mm-hmm. that slogan. <laughs> and that it is. The hospitality there is phenomenal. Um, and considering that there's ninety different nationalities mm. that live on that island, mm-hmm. they all live in harmony. Okay, that's good. Um, crime rate is very minimal in Aruba. Okay. And um, so you can feel comfortable walking around at night. Um, and as with anywhere you go, use caution. Sure. But you don't have to feel threatened where you have to be in before dark and don't travel to this area, none of that in Aruba. So okay. everyone lives in harmony, and the beauty of it is you can experience different cultures and different cuisine with that mesh of different cultures living together on that island. That sounds good to me. What about um, what about temperature and what can we expect for, you know, year-round temperatures and weather? That's the beauty of Aruba. Temperature never changes. 82 degrees Fahrenheit <laughs> year-round. Nice. So for those of you on Celsius, it's about 28. Okay. So, uh, and um, Aruba is actually outside of the hurricane belt, so you can go there 365 days a year. So if you can get out of your airport, you can get to Aruba. Nice. That's why they're so happy. They have good weather all the time. <laughs> it's beautiful. Awesome. Uh, it's actually beautiful. And it's always and they get yes, and they get nice trade winds. So it's not. Um, I've been some places where it's stifling hot, 100 degrees, and no air. Yeah. And the nice thing about Aruba is there's always a breeze. So walking around at night is comfortable. Being on the beach is comfortable. It just makes for a beautiful day on the beach and a nice evening out as well. So what about, like, land and water activities? I'm on the Aruba.com website. I was also Mm -hmm. on some of these other, excuse me, trade websites that I belong to for travel agents. And there apparently is a lot to do here. Um, What have you experienced? What do you recommend? Um, lots of water activities. Um, I've done ATV tours, mm-hmm. um, which you can actually go through the town, and then you go up into the, um, the – that's that's the interesting part about Aruba is there's so many different terrains there. Mm-hmm. So you can have beach, and then you have a natural park, and then you have an, another island that they call the Palm Island that's off the coast. And then um, – so they have a natural bridge that you could ride to. So I did an ATV tour that took us around the island and up um, to the lighthouse, and we got to see the natural bridge. Very dry mm-hmm. um, to get there. Um, you, so you won't see the lush greenery if you're going um, up by the natural bridge area. But so- I did a 
butterfly farm, an ostrich farm. I went to a donkey sanctuary. Oh. Yeah, a donkey sanctuary. Those all sound um, like great kid activities. Oh, excellent. There's there's plenty to do for families, couples, singles, honeymoons, anniversaries. Sure. And you can take your kids at any age to Aruba. There's activities for everyone. So if you go into Palm Island, you actually have to park on the island, and there's a ferry over, mm-hmm. and there's beach, and there's banana boat rides, and water, uh, water activities. You can snorkel, and all of your food and drinks and activities are included in the price. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these um, underwater submarine-type things or, like, the boats that have the glass bottoms or even the bottom chamber with the windows. And and you can do a sea trek, which you put a helmet on. Yeah, and walk beneath uh, the water, too. Those are extra costs. I don't know how I feel about that. That sounds crazy. (laughs) That I haven't done. So I can't uh, speak on those because I, I haven't done that yet. I've seen one that's a bicycle. Have you seen these, like, water yes. trikes? Yes. Oh, my goodness. And there's one that's, like, motorized. Yes. I've seen it. I don't know how I feel yeah. about that. <laughs> Especially with those big fish. I don't know. Water gets me. Water just gets me. I like I like to be able to see through it, and that's fine. But then, like, when you're so far down, like, you're you're pretty isolated, right? Like, what if what's down there? I don't know. <laughs> Someday. Well, the good thing is I haven't heard of any sharks in Aruba, so that's good. Okay, great. Um, what do you recommend as far as length of time for people to be there? Um, I wouldn't recommend three days. Yeah. Um, that's my personal preference because it's, you know, it's a several-hour flight. Um, and I always think that that's a short time because what I always have told my clients is consider your first day and your last day travel time. Yep. So if you're only going for three days and two of them are travel time or, you know, you're spending most of your time in the airport, then that's not really a vacation. So I would say to go to Aruba, you should do at least um, a week at a minimum. If you can do longer, that's great because there's so much to do there. You can certainly not get bored. Do you have a great success story, a funny story, or a situation that might have gone slightly wrong but that you were able to triumph in for your clients? I do. I actually have two stories. Great. Um, one I would like to share is a personal one. Okay. But it's not really from Aruba, but it, it was always a funny story to me. Sure. And um, I still laugh about it to this day. But this was actually at, um, a Disneyland experience. And um, if you don't mind, if I shared this one. Yeah, no, please. And um, we, so we went to Disneyland in California, and I was so excited to go to Cars Land, mm-hmm. which is in the um, California Adventure at Radiator Springs Racers cars you get in. Yep. So I don't know if, if, you know, if anyone's been there, they know you actually sit in a car. Right. right. And so we waited in line for 45 minutes, and when you get on, there's like two cars side by side, and you kind of navigate around Radiator Springs. And then you come to this one area, and then the cars, like, take off, and they literally race around <laughs> Disneyland. You get on it, and so you go out, and, you know, and you're kind of racing around, and it's just an adrenaline rush. For me, I'm not a big thrill ride. I don't enjoy going 300 feet in the air and dropping down, yeah. but I like speed. 
So test track and and this ride was perfect. If I'm on the ground already, I can go fast. I can deal that. So we we go to take off, and the car next to us goes zooming out, and we're going about two miles an hour. No. (laughs) (laughs) So we thought, like, okay, well, maybe, you know, it's our first time on the ride. Maybe we take off at some point and we're going to catch up. We never did. No. We spent the entire ride, like, trudging along. But everybody on the ride was so uh, great about it. We put our hands up. We screamed and we did all these things <laughs> <That's> <laughs> as really if funny. we were going fast. You guys so spent the back. most time on that ride of anyone. We did. Yeah, we probably broke the record. That's the awesome. Longest. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe not awesome. But. <laughs> but we got back and they told us, you know, we saw, of course, they have cameras around. So they told us, you know, you can ride again. And uh, we rode again, but, of course, then we're all thinking, well, the thrill is gone now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't as fun the second time around going fast. Going fast. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my uh, story that I, I've never forgotten, that, that experience. That's, and I'm glad but everybody part, was a good sport about it and participated anyway. That's the way to do it. Oh, it was a hilarious picture. You know, yeah, and when you're in the happiest place of earth, on earth, you know, oh, be yeah. happy, be happy. Yeah, so. <laughs> and how could you be upset? You know, we weren't. That's good. But my success story mm-hmm. um, actually does involve Aruba. Okay. And I sent a couple. Um, actually, the husband came to me and said, I want to plan an anniversary, and um, where do you recommend? And, of course, that was the first place that came to mind. Mm-hmm. So, um They went, and I planned everything for them, and when they returned, we sat down and we discussed it, and what I always did when my clients returned, I always asked them, you know, what they did, what they liked, what they didn't like, what would they recommend, did they have any, uh, you know, gotchas, need to know, things maybe that I wouldn't be aware of. Yep. So we sat down and we talked, and at the conclusion, I said, uh, so what did you like most about your trip? And he said the fact that all we had to do was show up. Yep. And that was so heartwarming for me, and he said everything went so perfectly. I could not ask for a better trip. People can plan their own travel, but it can be stressful, and it takes a lot of time. And the the goal is to know your clients well enough that you know what they're going to like and that they can come to you and say, Hey, where do you recommend? And you can say X, Y, Z, and then they show up and they relax. Can you tell us your best or most memorable meal? It can be the best, like, flavor, experience, or it can be the most memorable, like you had a press-on nail in your meal or something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, well, I like to eat, so I could talk about, that's a whole podcast for me, talk about <laughs> eating. Me too, let's um, do it. <laughs> yeah, dining experiences are definitely uh, things I like to talk about. But um, I actually have, um, again, two. Um, my, probably my best meal story would be um, last year, um, a group of ladies did a girls' trip to the Dominican Republic. Okay. And we rented a house, and there were uh, seven of us. And we had, a private sh- we had private chefs that came in. They came in early in the morning. And I'll tell you, I have to commend these ladies because I'm not big on cooking. Yep. But they cooked from sunup to sundown, and mm-hmm. they prepared three meals for us. And 
that was probably the best meals I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, and it was it, so nice that they cooked it all, they put it on the table, and they cleaned up at the end for us every day, and we were there for five days. That does sound amazing. I had a little taste of that one time. My husband came back from a deployment a couple years ago, and his uncle uh, said, you know, they probably don't even want to go out. They just want to sit at home and enjoy each other's company. So he hired a private chef to come to our home and cook us a meal. And we just got to sit there and have wine. And this uh, woman just came in, and she did a, a wonderful job. And, yeah, to have five days of that sounds truly amazing. Five days of three meals a day. That's I don't even know if I could eat that <laughs> Three complete food. meals, and not just like, um, you know, breakfast wasn't just like pancakes and, and bacon. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a full spread. So they came with fresh fruit, and each day we had a – something different that's the other thing i like they didn't serve the same thing every day so it was three completely different meals for five days it's incredible so are they like assigned to this villa do they usually work yeah 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 Yeah. so when you rent the villa and you ask for the chefs they they were the ones that we were given and they were phenomenal i mean i i loved it but my most memorable meal was probably um in aruba okay um, took my daughter there for her 16th birthday. Okay. And um, there's a place there called the Flying Fishbone. Okay. And it's a restaurant right on the beach. So I contacted them ahead of time, and I said, hey, I'm bringing my daughter here for my for her 16th birthday. I just really wanted to be special. It's our sweet 16. And they handled everything for me. And when we arrived, it was the most welcoming experience. I mean, you would have thought it was a wedding reception when we got there. I mean, the way it was decorated and we, when we got there, they were waiting for us and they escorted us down and they had the table on the beach in the water. What? That's awesome. Yes. So you go down and you take your shoes off and they had a little rack. You set your shoes in. You sit there with your feet in the water and there was a bouquet of flowers there. They brought her dessert. It had sparklers in it. That's exciting. Like we do on 4th of July. <laughs> and our server knew exactly what time to take the photo. She came. She said, now's your perfect time to take your photos. So they planned it so that right at sunset, yes. when we, we were finished with dessert, the sun was setting right at a particular point, and it was the most breathtaking photo I've ever taken with her there on the beach. And I bet and she tells that story a lot. What a memorable, well, nice thing you did for her. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is with these millennials, they <laughs> they don't remember stuff like that. <laughs> she probably says, oh, yeah, I did do that, didn't I? <laughs> you send her the podcast and tell her, there's a question for you in there. I want to know if you remember. <laughs> yeah, but that was probably the most memorable for me. That's great. Um well, now is the time in the podcast where we kind of turn the program around and you get to ask me a question as I've been pumping you for information for the last 40 minutes. So would you like to ask me a question? It can be about travel. It doesn't have to be. I will do my best to answer it. <laughs> well, it's going to be about travel. Okay. So um, a while ago, there was a show and actually Samantha Brown, who we talked about um, in the call this morning, mm-hmm. Um 
was one of the hosts, and she was with another person. And I, I'm sorry, I can't recall his name. Okay. But they did a show where they went out and they picked random travelers okay. to go on a trip, and they and it was all expense paid, and they only had like certain amount of hours to do it. Mm-hmm. So you had to be prepared to go. So my sure. question to you is, if you could go anywhere in the world on a spontaneous all expense paid trip, where would you go? Holy and where cow. would you hope they would take you if you were selected? Okay. Oh, gosh. Well, if you only had a certain amount of time there, they only gave them so many days. So they took them to different destinations. Yeah, so I was going to say I'd like to do some of, like, the colder options. Like, I'd like to do Alaska, maybe Antarctica. But that there does – it's time requirement. So I think that I would like to do Europe and some of, like, the -the behind-the-scenes art museums. Like, I would like to see the Rodin. I would like to be able to, like – you know, the Mona Lisa is not that big of a painting, so it might be nice to have a little bit of more – time to spend being able to examine or see some of these, you know, pieces of art that in a guided tour, you only have so much time or something along those lines. Um, also when I was in Paris, I did not get to go up the Eiffel Tower because my baby could not handle the line. So we had to get out of it. So, um, some of those get to the front of the line options are excellent, but they are expensive. So maybe, um, maybe some of the more crowded options in the world that, I would like to go to in Europe, but that's, I don't want to wait in line. And at this point in my budget, I don't want to pay for like the express pass options. So I, that, I think that that would be a good choice or maybe all like the calendar islands in Maine. That would be cool to do like island hopping or in Greece, island hopping, like where you have to have a pro private boat hire. That could be really exciting. So just, awesome. just some thoughts. What What would you do? Well, my dream destination is um, the South Pacific. So it's my goal to go to Tahiti, Bora Bora. Um, I'd love to do a Paul Gauguin cruise. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I have clients going on the 29th for 10 days to Papiti. I'll carry their bags. Yeah. Can I go in your bags? Yeah. (laughs) That's my... That's where I would love to go. But, of course, if someone picks you off the street and says, okay, we're going on a trip, they're probably not going to take you there. Yeah, because it takes um, a while. It's, I mean, it's like yeah. it could be 18 hours. Yeah, for you, because uh, my clients are actually in Delaware, so they're not far from you. So it would be oh, okay. a little bit of a commute. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so if you had yeah. to go from the East Coast, I would I'd want to go to Panama. I want to do the canal because – I do – yeah, yeah, you got to do. do that, and I would definitely want to hit up Puerto Rico again because I love Puerto Rico, and um, maybe some of the Eastern Caribbean that I haven't been to. That's probably more realistic for time constraints. I want to look up this show; it has me thinking now. I'm going to look it up, <laughs> and I wouldn't mind doing Iceland. Yeah, and that's not too bad of a flight either. And you would no, want to go? That's for... only about five or six hours, I think, from here. Yeah, it is. I, I like two years ago, I sold so many people Iceland from Boston. It was just a, it was a thing. I don't know. They all knew each other too, so maybe that was helping. But I had like a lot of people from Boston that went to Iceland, all like mostly to try to see the Northern Lights. Um, but yeah, we got, and there were great prices from Boston too. The tickets were like six hundred thirty-five dollars round trip, um, and then they wow. got upgrades for like a hundred bucks or something like on the day of. So. Um, yeah, Iceland would be good. And you can swim in the Blue Lagoon. Oh, there's so many things to do there. Hmm. Okay, girl, you got me thinking. <laughs> well, thanks stuff. for participating in that little, you know, turn the conversation around question and answer. 
Is there anything else that you would like to include or to tell people how they can contact you? And, of course, we'll put everything in the show notes, including your prayer. Oh, okay. Um, all of my information is, um, so it's uh, rose at tickettotravel.agentstudio.com. Okay. okay. I'm on Facebook, Rose Tickets to Travel, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Google+. Whoa. I do a blog. Okay. I do have a blog on um and a um I also do TripAdvisor and I'm one of the top um contributors in my area. Okay. So uh, All right. And well, one thing um Go ahead. I would like to add as a conclusion for Aruba is that they do have their own native language there called Papiamento. Mm-hmm. If you travel there, you you might want to be familiar with some of the terminology because if you ask for sushi, that means trash. Oh, yeah. Let's not so. do that. <laughs> so um, just want to throw that tidbit in. Don't go to Ruben and ask for sushi. Okay. But, um, <laughs> well, you know what? They're going to call you, and you're going to plan the trip, and then you're going to tell them what not to do. So. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, thank you so much. We'll include all of those contact uh, ways to contact you blog, Pinterest, all those things on the show notes and on your guest page. And just thank you so much for participating. Thank you for having me. Yes, it was wonderful. This is Megan Chapa of the Travel Agent Interview, uh, reminding you to like the page, uh, engage with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all of the places on the interwebs. And until next week, good night. (laughs) 